0: This podcast is Intel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app. Hello,
1: welcome to The Big Scuba Show. Hello everyone, welcome to The Big Scuba. This one is going to be a little bit different because we are recording roving reporter styley. Uh, so, Gemma's here, I'm here, and we are at, where
0: are we? We're at the Go Diving Show in Stonely, the UK. Yeah,
1: we are, um, we've come here to uh, sort of meet and greet and say hello to people that we've been talking to for this last two years.
0: That we haven't seen physically, but we're now going to see Yeah, face to face. it's been really
1: good, and that's going to be uh, quite nice, it's been nice, it's the first show, all right, yeah. You know, uh, there was the road show, wasn't there? Yeah. In September that we went to, and that was really good. But this is the first show.
0: Yeah, it's got exhibitors and people coming to visit, speakers, yeah. so there's lots to see and do.
1: There is. Um, so, and we are in this uh, really lovely car that Ford uh, have uh, provided, uh, as, you know, they're Great, uh, we, we love them. The bits we've and, got a
0: Ford uh, Cougar, we have,
1: and uh, it's a Ford Cougar PHEV.
0: Yeah, it, basically, it's, it's a hybrid.
1: It's a hybrid. It's, uh, it's what is it? It's the, uh, the ST line, yeah, Yes. Yeah. it's the ST line X edition.
0: ST line X edition, so it's got so a few
1: more whistles and bells.
0: Though. Yeah, it's got a 2.5 engine, so you, you can plug it into your household plug. Uh, when you get home, or the, into a public charging yeah, station. Yeah, um,
1: and as we know, you know, there's lots going on at the moment, and fuel prices are going up. So it's been quite uh, nice having this uh, hybrid because we managed to do some of the mileage on electric,
0: on the electric, yeah, so, which
1: has been really cool. Um, if you are in the market and you're thinking of buying a new car, then uh, you might want to have a look at the Ford. Cougar, it's lovely and comfortable. The ST line, X edition There's lots of extras. There's lots of bits and pieces in it. Um, so, what isn't there in it? You know, it, it's rain sensors, wind wipers, automatic lights,
0: lane assist, lane
1: assist. Uh, it's automatic. It's one of the easiest cars I've ever driven.
0: Yeah, and it's really comfy inside it's as got well. Lovely, yeah. comfortable
1: materials, heated steering wheel, know <laughs>
0: seats it's that are an awesome
1: <laughs> sunroof uh, panoramic sunroof that opens all the way back.
0: Lovely big boots
1: Honey and Harvey love the rear seats because they can adjust them and Honey really loves the heated seats we never had a... Uh, rear heated
0: seats? Rear heated seats.
1: Wow. Seat, this is really cool. Uh, so she, I know she really loves that um, we've got Bang & Olsen uh, audio speakers um, cup holders galore We've got cup holders in the doors, we've, we've got, got, got cup holes in the centre, got a fridge. fridge. Yep. Um, so. so have a look. Um, if you are th- I think there's still grants available yep. um, Ford. from the government if you buy a hybrid or electric car.
0: And um, apply for a charging station at your home. Ford also
1: do it an elect fully electric car, it's the E Mac. Yep. Um, so look at that. That's a really smart car. Um, but yeah, this has been a brilliant car and um, it's done us well. And um, we're all sad to say goodbye to the cars. Definitely. We're all sad to see cars go. Yeah. So uh, they're always part of the journey.
0: Get quite attached to them.
1: They do. We do. So, uh, but anyway, have a look. Um, They're up for sale at the moment. I think this one has got lots of extras on And that's about £40,000. They are cheaper models. But, um, you know, this is a really nice one. So uh, speak to your local Ford dealer. or Go to Ford. UK. Yeah, and,
0: um and Let us know what you
1: think. Yeah. What you think? But anyway, back to the Go Diving Show. Um, so, you know Mark and Russ have put this on, and um, uh, you know, with uh, the diving community and the manufacturers, have all got behind.
0: It's been in the planning for a while. It's, yeah,
1: it has. Yeah, you know, two years since we last had a show. So uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, there's a bucking bronco shark. So yep, I'm so we'll look at that. that. There's yep. some VR there's some VR uh a game, I think or Yeah, something. and
0: there's a, a cave that you can go in. Yeah, okay. a cave.
1: Um we've got Steve Baxel's talking you've got um
0: Monty Hall's Mikey Andy
1: Torbit. You've got Marcus Greatwood. Yep.
0: Yeah, there's loads. Alex Mustard. You can go for a tri dive.
1: Ranver talking with Elliot Bollerup. Yep. Tri dives in a real pool. Tri dives in the pool. You've got Fourth Element there, I believe, and
0: yeah. Three. Big names. Um,
1: so all the big names that you would expect and more. Yeah. So um, this won't come out till probably Monday. So, yeah, the show will be over. But, hey, for next year, don't forget, get your tickets. You know, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you yeah, know, there'll be in next year's.
0: Oh, definitely. So,
1: um, you know, um, you know, don't hold back. Get your tickets when they start coming available for the next year's. Yeah,
0: and in the meantime, you can check out the social media of the Go Diving Show yeah, or check our yeah. big scuba. And
1: if you have been, perhaps let us know. Let us know what you thought. Um, you know, any feedback, any comments, anything you think, oh, why, that, was... that wasn't there this year. Or, <laughs> or if you thought, hey, you know, if you got a really good time on the Buck and Bruce, the shark, let us know what yeah. your time was. That'd Just be let us know...
0: Good. Did he have a good time?
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. So, it uh, would be really good to hear from you. Anyway, that's it. we better go get in there before yep. we miss... Shake a leg. And um, before we miss the speakers. And we'll speak to you after the show.
0: Yep, let's go. Okay.
1: Just tell us your name.
2: Uh, I'm John and I'm an RLI fundraiser working at a dive show. Trying to persuade people to help us out by making regular monthly donations. Awesome. The reason we want it is obviously there's no good funding for live And currently we have a situation where our income is very irregular, with approximately 70% of the money from legacies and 2%, 3% coming from ad hoc donations, including shops and fundraising events. And unless we turn that around, uh, then in the medium to long term,
1: we can envisage some problems
2: coming down the track. So did you say
1: people leave that as well?
2: Uh, yeah, well, that's the single most, single largest source of the RNLI's income at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably a
0: lot of people wouldn't realise that.
2: So what we, want, well, what we want people to do, ideally, is to make a regular monthly or annual donation. And the benefit, is, other than the regular income which we get, is that if they're UK taxpayers, we do get some money back from the government, we get extra extra 25 people pound, which we don't get when people donate money by throwing it in a bucket for instance or putting it in a collection unit outside of the lifeboat station. And that's kind of it, really. So the fundamental issue is kind of persuading.
0: Yeah, but if people want to donate that are listening, how do they go? Do they go to a website?
2: So if people want to donate uh, by making a regular donation, there are two choices. They can either find us when we're out and about fundraising, and we are fundraising all year at the moment, but only in certain areas and on a uh, select site whereas once we get to easter we will have many more fundraisers out and about but it's always open to you to donate online uh, and if you can't make a regular donation the next best donation from an efficiency point of view is a one-off donation online which is gift that. Okay. Right. thank you very
3: much Here. rob thomas for those of you who don't know um, yeah, we're at the Go Dive Show. Lovely to be back after a, a couple of years off, to be fair. So, I mean, I'm actually pleasantly surprised by the level of people. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good vibe. Um, hopefully, it continues. Um, here with the JJ guys today, obviously, I dive this unit.
1: Yeah, I can see it's a really great piece of kit you've got here.
3: It's most definitely a tool for a job, but it's a very good tool for a job. So, um, yeah, just kind uh, of sells itself, really. It's nice and sleek does everything you want a rebreather to do and doesn't overcomplicate it but um, yeah it's a super tidy bit of is actually, this, your this is not my personal unit but it is exactly the same unit i dive i mean this is factory comes from the factory like this and uh, this is how you would receive it uh, yeah i'm taking mine to mexico at the end of the month so i've got a cave diving expedition out in Wautla. quite exciting definitely the biggest dives i'll Will have done to date so yeah watch this space for some updates at the end of the month so um
1: are people coming to you wanting to know more about rebreathers
3: pretty much yeah i mean with the dive show you've got a mixture of people that are recreational divers or technical divers it's just finding the balance of how much you explain to them really because i think the people that want to buy a rebreather tend to know what they're after really but the ones that just need to break into the market of tech diving it's just explaining the process explaining the techniques of it and um, yeah just getting them interested really
1: so if I'm not not a rebreather diver where would I start?
3: Um, so getting a good level of basic nitrox and a little bit of decompression theory under your belt is a good place to start and then it's as simple as doing your mod one course really so it's a five-day course you you'd you'd learn to use the rebreather in its most basic form, really, so there is a, a fair few complexities to do with the unit, but they all tie in nicely after you 've done a, a good few hours in the water with it you uh, you get used to it nicely so
1: because you 're a cave diver as well
3: yeah cave dive i mean I cut my teeth in the sea i 've always caved, so i i, I wouldn 't put myself in one or other of the categories, but yeah, cave diving definitely uh, does me well personally it's is what I do for fun a lot of the time
1: So and so is your dad
3: yeah so is my dad as well he's actually off underground today sorry he can't be here but uh, I, I think he's, uh, he's quite happy
1: where's your dad
3: he's in Somerset at the moment so he's at the Wessex uh, my caving club uh, he's teaching Alex to SRT so I mean you might be able to see some potentially uh different rigging techniques behind you as well, with the freediving in stumps, which is, uh, well, in my opinion, one breath till, till death, isn't it? And then uh, that's it, but. Um, and,
1: and you also manage the Young Divers International Facebook group.
3: Yes, indeed, so we set, uh, do you want the honest opinion or the, uh, the yeah, I mean, I personally, um, I'm a bit despairing with the social media side of it at the moment, it's, it's not quite doing what I want it to do. But the brand, I absolutely love, and we'll keep working with it. I'm looking forward to getting a website up and running, and some blogs and some different information. I personally think that the social media might have missed the mark a little bit, but that, it's got a, a baseline following, so we shall continue to build and see where we can get to, really. But it could definitely be doing more. But it's brilliant to see so many the whole panel of young divers talking over the next two days. So watch this space again, really.
1: So where do we need to go to follow you?
3: Uh, yeah, so Rob underscore Thomas 13 on Instagram, Robert Thomas on Facebook, uh, and the YDI page, so Young Divers International, you've got both Instagram and Facebook group on that one. Um, yeah.
1: That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Good talking to you. Yeah, you <laughs> Tell
4: us your name and where you're from. Start a camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a picture in a minute. Pure audio. Oh, okay, okay. It's Chris Mears here from Scandi Divers Resort in Puerto Galera, Philippines. And it's nice to
1: see you again, because last time we saw you was a little while ago when you come on our podcast.
4: Yes, that's right. I was on your podcast, I think, uh, three or four weeks ago, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, nice to see you in the flesh. Cool. <laughs>
1: so, what are you doing here in the show?
4: Well, I'm just here promoting the diving holidays in the Philippines, so trying to get some of the Brits to uh, come over to the Philippines for a week or two.
1: We've got a great, uh, great stand here.
4: Yeah, we're with the Philippine Department of Tourism, so luckily they got our booth together at the last minute. And uh, now we're here at a pretty packed show, trying to uh, get them over to join us sometime. Cool.
1: And are you going around some of the uh, diving centres?
4: Yes, I'm spending uh, one month in the UK and I'll be visiting many dive shops in many locations around the UK, as far north as Scotland and as far south as Cornwall. So. Uh, Yeah, look out for me guys, I'll be coming around your way over the next couple of weeks.
1: Okay, so uh, for those who haven't listened to that episode yet, uh, why should we come to the Philippines to come diving? Uh,
4: Because it's the centre of the centre of marine biodiversity in the whole world. Basically, that's
1: about it, all you need to know. That's some awesome uh, photos that you've got up, and uh, we're now looking at Scandi Divers video, and uh, that's really good. And also, you've got a book.
4: I have. I have uh, confessions of a dive master that's out now on Amazon. Right. Uh, yeah, it's been selling out for, for one year just about. So uh, it's all about my journey through through the dive career of being uh, from a dive master all the way to instructor and working in the industry for the last 12 years. So get it now on Amazon. That's
1: awesome. There we go. So you heard it here. Uh, Thanks. Thanks very much.
4: Okay. Great to see you guys again. Existing
5: woodlands in the UK. So we're about 7% native, we've got about 2% native woodland. We've got over a thousand uh, uh, planted applications. I think we all understand the importance of trees, so uh, this is why they work with the Land Trust for so much. So we're trying to get people to support, we're always after support. And um, yeah, that's the first part of what we do. And the second part is we're always looking to plant new woodland wherever we can, wherever suitable. We try and target about 20 million trees a year, right, say that, uh, 20 million, yeah, so we managed 10 million in the lockdown year which wasn't bad considering we weren't able to get out as effectively as we would like. So do you go know, um, for
1: certain species
5: uh, or trees? native species depending on where well, we're planting, well, 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 you know pick the species well, but native species, species, species that we naturally find in the UK to support UK wildlife. The problem we've got is a lot of the woodlands that we take over yeah, uh, have been planted with a lot of non-native over the years, so there's quite a lot of restoration involved in some of those woodlands to, um, to, to get them to what they should be. So if anyone goes into our woodlands and sees trees being felled,
1: don't be alarmed. It's usually clear in non-native. a post-shop on your we can see a ash. An yeah. Popular with all the natives, the amazing part in the UK. So,
5: on the Haze in a nutshell. going on? we always So membership is a monthly contribution. People yeah. can uh, donate whatever uh, they're um. comfortable uh, with, but the minimum is four quid. And anything above that, we appreciate any sport we can get to the charity. So four quid upwards costs us about three pounds for the tree in the ground. So that's supposed to be great. All, all over, we've got a exciting project um, from Liverpool, all the way over to Hornsfield, it's a new northern forest, there's sort of a lot of deforestation going on up there over the years, and that's to plant 50 million trees. Big band all across from Liverpool to Hull, so, so uh, that's one that people can go and have a look at on the website. So, Are
1: yeah, really. these like new forests? So yeah, we be new forests. So yeah. Well,
5: well integrating a lot of new forests well, with existing well, forests, well, but, but yeah, 50 million, so, million so, trees that we're planting, obviously, a lot of it's just amazing trees. It's why we need to go. So true. yeah, check the website out. What's the website called? Well, it's Woodland Trust. Just type that in your browser and it will yeah.
1: So, uh, Gemma and Ian, we are sitting in the RAID stand, and we are with Steve Lewis.
6: Hi, yeah, um, well, Gemma just asked, you know, what's what's happening at RAID, because it has been exciting. Um, a bunch of us who had been consultants and working for the... You know, for the company, for the agency for a few years when it was bought by a, a private equity company and they unfortunately didn't really understand the business model of an agency and even who our customers are or what we're selling and at the end of the year we've been negotiating for about eight or nine months and at the end of the year we actually bought the, the company. So the consultants that have been running the company actually bought it. So. RAID is under new management. Um, everyone involved now has a background in the scuba industry. Um, it's a really, I think, a very impressive team because of the track record that each of us has.
7: Uh,
6: well, Paul Tuma, um, who was the president before and one of the former owners. So Paul is still our president. Um, we've got PJ Prinsler, who is uh, based in South Africa. He's our VP of training. Uh, we have uh, Karen, um, Karen Beer, and she is our Vice President. She keeps Paul on track, uh, that's her job, her main job. Um, we've got Brett, who was here earlier, also based in South Africa, a uh, Brit, but based in South Africa now, and he's uh, business development, so he's the statistician. He's the guy that does all the spreadsheets and says, okay, we're selling this program and all that. Uh, we've got a couple of guys in Italy. Stefano and Gia Micheli, Um, their background is um, with another agency, Uh, but what they bring is one, enthusiasm, but two, um, a very, very deep understanding of both marketing and the global market, Um,
1: and that's it. So who is Ray Ainder? If you're, if you're well, this, new is
6: this is an interesting question, um, you know, I'm, my background is marketing, I mean I'm a cave diver and an instructor, you know, that stuff, but, my background is marketing and I found it very, very interesting that there was no market research from a former company. I've done a little bit, you know, we've only had the company for a couple of months, but um, RAID has a very strong brand as a technical diving agency.
1: I don't want that to carry on.
6: No. I don't want us to move away from what it is that we're known want well, that kind of, of limit to expand, exactly. Yeah. I want a, an eight-year-old kid, a ten-year-old kid, to think about Ray as being safe and fun, yeah. but fun. Yeah. You know, we're the guys who put the plastic fish in swimming pool when you try to yeah. you know. We're the guys that have the cadet programs bring yeah. them up. So, so yeah. I don't want to move away from, we don't want to move away from what we're known for, but we're expanding because you know the dive industry is not about technical diving. You don't make no. any money from technical diving nowadays. You make money from you know turning people on and retaining them and getting them all the way through from that cadet try diver all the way through to.
1: Where it's got to be about on. the experience, isn't it?
6: Yeah, I mean you know if I do the West Coast you know, latte drinking tree hunting kind of speech. <laughs> it's it's about self-discovery. Yeah. I mean I think each of us if you really think about when you do your first diving in, yeah. at the end of it, what well, had opened up and yeah you know, oh I can go to the Red Sea now and I can go to the Great Lakes. But really it's really I can do these things. So I, I've opened up a part of myself that was closed. Before, and and creative thing, the challenge, is to wrap that message into something that people don't think
1: you're sort of a, an old hippie. <laughs> no, I don't mean, I, but it's, it's about the experience, and, and I think you're right. I think the more you can open up to getting new divers you know, into a sport, that's, gonna, that's only a good thing, because that means that the sport will continue on.
6: Um, I, just, I just actually put a... Uh, Business letter out to business article out to our membership. It was about retention, customer retention. And as an industry, we've spent a lot of time uh, and effort and marketing dollars on recruiting new divers. We have to do that, but not at the expense of retaining and keeping the interest in the people who are already divers. What's the attrition rate in scuba diving?
8: Well,
1: I see it. You know, it's high. Yeah, because it's, it's they get 70%, they get they get
6: forgotten. So what that means, I think it's about 17%. or over 18% yeah. retention. If we could just change that, if we could just keep another five or ten percent, so instead of 18%. If we had a 28%, so you keep it's
1: more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. not
4: be um,
6: able, yeah. able to
0: run a business with you know 18% retention. Well, you think?
6: you think? um I mean, take a Starbucks market, you know, um, or, or uh, uh, Costco. Yeah. Um, Costa, excuse me. Costa. Okay. Um, they've had, got people who will go out of their way, cross the street, they will drive a couple of kilometers to go to a Starbucks. Yeah. That's retention of customers. That is, yeah. So that's a, a real brand. So we don't talk about brand loyalty in marketing anymore because that's passe, you don't get loyalty that brand recognition and that brand sympathy is really
1: important
6: if we can do that. If yeah. someone will go, out you know, and say, I want to go diving, I want to, I want to connect with other divers. We need to work
1: on that oh,
6: So okay.
4: as
6: an industry, we can do a much better job. Jeremy, we, we still need every diver out there to go to a, a cousin, Sister, whatever. And say, You've got to go diving. Yeah. It's a real
4: paradise.
6: But we also need to make sure that we keep all those people for longer than uh, eighteen months yeah. or whatever it is right
1: now. And that's what generally happens. Just for eighteen months and they're gone.
6: Now, if you know why that is, please tell me. Yeah. Because we can make a lot of money.
1: But is it because there's no follow-up? Because you know, once you, qualify, once
0: you qualify, once. One
6: of our competition, I yeah. won't name them, no, okay. but they've got three initials in there, yeah, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they do a fantastic job of uh, following up. Long ago, when I was when I was, used to uh, market adventure to tourists, well I still do. But um, I was yeah. used to do a trade show in New York. Yeah. One day. One of my partners said, we're going to a business meeting, you cannot wear jeans and a t-shirt. So I went into Saks Fifth Avenue,
1: right. bought
6: a suit, it was on sale.
4: <laughs>
6: For the next probably two years, I would get follow-up, and this was before the days of blanket like emails. Yeah. I would actually get postcards from Saks Fifth Avenue going across the border into Canada. But like, postcards, yeah. and you got extra stamps on to remind me they've got a tie that would go with that suit. They've
1: got a pair of socks and shoes that would look great for that suit. See, that's what you need. That's what That's what you need. Because some companies, just say a follow-up, is a, like an email. Or a
0: survey, And
1: this, he reads it? Where that actual personal touch, you get a phone call, have you thought about, you qualified six months ago, how about doing a, another course, or something like that, or got a trip or company? company. You know, new
6: discoveries in marketing right now is direct mail. Yeah. It's It's And it's like, you know, uh, MailChimp is fantastic yeah. because you can, you can do that a lot cheaper. But there's still a place, apparently, according to the stats, there's still a place where having that postcard going to the post office licking stamps Yeah, three other
1: things. I support a, a podcast, yeah. another podcast. And they send me a postcard about what the uh, main guy's been up to. Like I
6: said, that's, uh, the
1: hot, the that's one of the biggest right podcasts now, in the world. For a, for
6: a day, because I mean, obviously, there's a, a certain amount of enlightened self interest from, from an agency yeah. to make the dive centers very aware of ways that they can recruit and retain. A lot of people there, if, if I'm sending out a message to them or sitting down talking to, to them and I say, you know, you could be sending out postcards, a lot of times, there's this look at them. And they look at me and say, grey-haired old fart doesn't know what he's talking about. But no. It's funny because it it's an effective way of doing it. And because it's so normal, because we get very few postcards, you get random You random don't, random don't get much email. Yeah. I know my post lady because I live in a rural area, and you know it's like have you got any eggs? That's, that's. But but in terms of the amount of checks I get,
1: yeah, uh, it's true. When
6: was the last time you wrote a check?
1: Oh, blimey!
6: Someone said you could always write a check, and I'm like, um, I, I do have a checkbook. Well, hang on, yeah, where is it? Yes, oh, exactly. it's in my storage. But here. it is,
1: and I think that's a very good way of pretend. Attention of your customers that once they have paid up because once you qualify as a diver yeah what's the one who's your main contact as a new diver it's your well one's your dive center but two's your instructor how do you know whether you right to go on to another course until you spoke to your instructor and say well you know I've done six more dives since I saw you last um, do I go on for and no- learn a bit more about my buoyancy and things you like that? Bring up a
6: really interesting point again from the agency's point of view. Um, do we do a good enough service to our instructors to turn them onto the possibilities of actually running their business yeah. a lot more effectively and a lot more? I, mean, I know you've heard the phrase um, touch point okay. yeah. uh, inventory. So a customer touch point. View, do we tell them about it? Do we say this is a way to follow up? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be following up to sort of say something dramatic like, hey, I'm running a trip from the gym. Yeah. It could be, hey, I'm going to there next week. Yes. We yeah. Come along yeah. With experience. yeah. I don't think we do a good enough job. No, we talk
1: about the community, but that's where it needs to be more. Um, and I think you're right. Um, by getting away from uh, an agency, was just seen as for you know deep diving and that type of thing. I like Was scares of new divers. So you we get away from it. we. Our background is taken down. All of them, like that man, that new management, we're all exploring. Yeah, we're all, we're all you know, deep cave,
6: whatever. And I say to the guys, hold that now? because if you take the average hunter that's
1: walking
6: around the show yeah and you mention that to them it's like oh boy, i don't want to do that they
1: do yes
6: they? perhaps yeah. deep down but nobody wants to do that because none of us like to fail yeah none of us like to not but if we say fish sharks um red, red if we continue to Achievable. Uh, yeah. and Dump down a little bit of that, or something a little bit that explores
1: you. Yeah. And then I think we do a better job. Yeah. I oh, think it's good. So I think you've got a good opportunity. Definitely. That's our goal. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, it's been brilliant. Thank okay. you very much. Well, welcome. It's been good. No, thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. It's so dry in here.
6: Yeah. drivers have about going on their first Liverpool. Yeah. You know, do I need a boat diving course? Well, no. You don't. I'll give you a boat diving course. Get a big bin, pull your stuff in it. Keep the wet stuff away from the dry stuff. That's a. That'll be six hundred bucks. Um, but, but to actually go on a liverboard and experience that is. I think one of the most instructive um, experiences that you can have in the diving world but because of the pandemic i i don't hear a lot of people saying oh, i'm going to thailand i'm going to go on that liverboard, you know that one that looks like a, an old junk an old chinese junk or you know i'm gonna go and do the odyssey in truck lagoon or i'm gonna go do the red sea of i don't hear that much. In fact, a dive shop owner that I know has just cancelled in the last eight months, has probably cancelled three Liverpool trips. And it's not so much, it's not that he can't get the people who are interested. He can get them because of his demographic what's confu- What's confusing him is until very recently we had no idea it was a moving target do we have to get a COVID test beforehand can i do a can i do a flow test uh, do i need a certificate of vaccination and uh, you know if, if it's a long journey will my bloody certificate run out
3: while i'm in the air <laughs> Okay,
7: so my name is Martin, I'm the hardware Product Manager <laughs> for Fort oh, yeah. Helement, and I'd like to show you, yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. the yeah. Scout Masks. Yeah. So, a little bit different in relation to the concept of how Fort Element is selling the actual Scout mask. So, yeah. the first choice you wow. make is do you want yeah. to it in so black or do you want it in white? That's white. Yeah. Then your choices choice is four lenses. So we have I contrast, you're which is a green light. We have Hello. the enhanced right. clarity, which is obviously oh, are you area. off now. Then oh, nice to the see well, there you go. Uh, the gold, uh, I was, gives I was a bit more of a gold that effect. With my way down the Each of the lenses has characteristics for certain types of diving, that you'd be wanting to dive in. So mm. the contrast mm. is more for temperate waters,
1: like the UK, you can dive in quarries.
7: Yeah? yeah. Um, so, again, like I say, some more temperate waters. Um, the enhanced one is, or the shield is basically like an extension of if you're wet. So, if, if you're diving somewhere where you get up in the morning, you have to put your sunglasses on when you go out, yeah. it's like an extension of when you go on your dive. Not having to take your sunglasses it's really off, clear, it's going it? to give you yeah. a little bit more yeah. um, eye protection. The shield one more so if you're diving somewhere with, say, like white sand, um, really clear crystal water, yeah. you're still going to get as much um, eye protection with wearing this as you would with if you were wearing sunglasses. It
1: yeah, can be quite brilliant. Yes.
7: Especially. in Yes. Yeah, really be quite overpowering it's sometimes. Yeah, kind of how bright it is. Um, obviously, the clarity one is the ultra clear glass. Uh, you know the pure clay glass that we've got here, which obviously for photographers, who's who's videoing something else, that they're going to get the, the it's good because of the light transition that's coming through, it's going to give them more light, so more of a, more of a mutual, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, it's clear glass anyway, yeah. but at least if you're if you are the person who is videoing,
4: yeah.
7: um, you're going to see what the camera is seeing, whereas um, for new students or if you doing photographic for models, you want for, to see the eyes, then obviously you, you'd do Would you say the normally
1: for a standard mask would either just be either clear, but that would alter the colors?
7: Would it wouldn't that? necessarily alter the colors, no. But I mean, the difference you've got is you've got standard glass or you've got pure clear or so ultra kind of clear. So there's it, there's actually a reducing ions in the, in the actual glass itself. Okay. Um, so it's almost, uh, it's what you would class as like optical grade. Glass. Um, it's really hard to show on, on on a lens when you actually look through it, whereas if we were to have a side profile of the glass itself, standard glass is green, it actually looks green when you look through it, whereas if you imagine like a crystal glass looks clear, um, so this is actually clear, and they're all based on, on this lens as well, but then they've all got the, the tints on. So. You've decided whether you want the black or the white. you decided on which lens you want to go for. Your next choice is which color strap you go for. Because um, you get the choice when you order the mask, which strap you go with. The case. Yeah. The case is really again, cool we've back. removed all the plastic so you've not got the old plastic boxes. Yeah. And again, once the mask is in this, it will still fit in a foot pocket of a fin, which is where most people store the masks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as you can see what we've got out here today is the because of white or black four lenses on either white or black masks with the four straps gives you 32 options which you can see out here now
1: yeah.
7: is the different masks that you can make from what we started off with
1: yeah, yeah they're really good and they, they've got a really good quality silicone, very very
7: soft um the silicon yeah. gives very very um reduces the amount of um, what we refer to as face fatigue right. so when you take the mask off you have that yeah. looks yeah, you like you're still that. wearing the mask yeah. so it reduces yeah. that down a lot as well yeah. and it's a great looking mask yeah
1: they're really nice aren't they yeah i like them yeah. Yeah. And the clarity of the glass is lovely. You know mm. that Yeah, because yeah. I know you guys,
7: you, you, you dive them in Stony, was it Stony Cove last yeah. week? Yeah. So, so at least like you say, you've given them a try now. And again, with the teardrop shape, it's very, very good for-
1: Yes, you've got all round right vision. you foot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. That's brilliant. Well, that was Fourth Element Masks. Okay. So here we are, we are with Mark Evans, and uh, just going to have a quick chat. About, your, about the dive show and also it's the first one for a
8: couple of years. Yeah, and I think that's the, uh, that is the, the thing that's most obvious, I think, from this, is that everyone is just so pleased to be out and together. And that goes from the dive industry people that are here and also the customers who are walking around. That yeah. seems to be the comment I've heard the most. It's just people that are just so glad to finally be out and doing something normal yeah. and being together and chatting and just you know and, t- and to be fair, if you looked at that that show, it doesn't look any different to the one we did in twenty twenty. No. Apart from there's the odd person with a mask. Yeah. And yeah. there's tubs of hand sanitizer around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the only difference. But the vibe is was even better than the earlier shows. That's yeah, why I think it's best
1: really good and, uh,
8: really positive.
0: Good. Yeah, it must
8: have exceeded like your expectations. It? Yes, it was. I mean we you know we knew we had decent footfall from the pre-sale tickets. But you're always still a little bit, you know, until you see the people coming through the door. Yeah. And then it's just been a constant stream. And I think the idea of the weekend ticket has definitely worked because I saw quite a lot of people still coming in around 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But as i heard them coming in. They went, oh, we're going to go see this and we're going to hear that talk. And then tomorrow we'll do this. So there's obviously already people are planning. Yeah. And also a lot of um, people who've been here all day when they were leaving heard him saying oh you know me and so and so for a beer and then it's like tomorrow Phil Short's on this tech stage because I've deliberately had some speakers are only here on Saturday and some are only here on Sunday it's not a repeat of both days so that was the aim is that you could come and do some things on Saturday and then you can come and do other things on the Sunday so it wasn't just a a, you know a carbon copy it's good like that isn't it yeah Yeah. so do you think there'll be um, another one later in the year
1: because you know we had one in September where you did the Go Dive and roadshow? Would there be any thoughts about that? Yeah
8: I don't know, we won't do another big show like this Um, we obviously got the assets for the dive show, we merged the dive show with the Go Diving show to create one big event so we won't be doing one in the end of the year at the NEC or anything Um, we did really like the roadshow format, I think that that had legs it could have grown nicely but obviously there was the sad news that Endax closed and it was the prime location for that um, because of all the non-diving activities that it had so yeah. there, isn't, there isn't an obvious option that we can just say oh well we can do the roadshow but we're going to do it here yeah. Um so I, I think with that one it's probably watch this space yeah. with that one to be fair because uh, like I said I honestly don't know it might be that that idea unfortunately just gets shelved and we just stick with this one event you yeah. know in, in March Um but yeah we'll see
1: Yeah, and have you had a go on Bruce the Shark?
8: I haven't yet, but Luke went on it first thing this morning and he managed 17 seconds, even though the chap was trying his best to lob him off. So I thought he did quite well, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But that seems to have been quite popular. It's been quite funny. It's been very competitive between husband and wife, I've noticed. Yeah, because the wife has a go and then the bloke has to have a go and has to last longer on it than his wife does. Like one guy literally was clinging on the side and he lasted one second longer before he got flung <laughs> off. And he said, as he went round, he saw the, the clock and was like, I've got to hang on to beat her. So yeah, it's been very funny.
1: But if you was in control of the games, you would crank up a notch. You saw some guy going on. Oh, the bloke's
8: far. very good who does the thing, because he did, he was like, he said he was trying to beat his wife, so he said, I properly turned it up. <laughs> Yeah.
1: And there have um, been quite a few people having a tri-dive. And oh, the tri dives is like that. it's really just really been
8: good. rammed. A lot of the sessions were fully booked. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see. It's not just kids doing the entry-level tri-dives. No, no, There's no, been no. all sorts of ages of people doing the yeah. tri-dives. And, and well then su- the side mount one's been you know, non-stop too. Yeah,
1: and you've been well supported by the
0: agencies as yeah.
8: well. Yeah. They've all been here. So, it's, you know, it's very good. It's good to see a range
0: yeah. of ages as well. youngsters. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
8: the, the, looking around, you know, there's families walking around with little kids, yeah. you know, there's teenagers, there's people in their 20s, there's, you know, it's, it's nice to see a real yeah. range, and male and female, yes. which is good as well. Yeah.
1: So uh, although this episode will come out Monday, so the show will be finished, but for people who think about coming for next year, future shows, this is a totally family show. Yeah, it is. It is
8: definitely for everybody. yes and that's the whole reason we want it we want it to be educational inspirational yeah. you know and that's why we've got lots of interactive elements yeah. you know the inspirational speakers so it's like you, there's a lot to do so you could easily come for the full weekend oh, and you, yeah. there would be enough to keep you occupied yeah.
1: Yeah. well it's been brilliant thank you very much
8: No, thank you for coming it's been
1: great so uh, yeah it's brilliant thank you all righty we're back
0: hello oh, yeah um <laughs> we walked our socks off
1: we have um, I've been interested in seeing how far we walked actually I know though.
0: we both forgot to set our watches and mm. our Strava
1: um, so uh, well that, that's been really good I can't believe how quick the time has gone actually um, hope we saw some some people saw our flag we had the flag <laughs> up on the car
0: yeah so that was as you drove into the car park
1: we had a few people come say hello which we was always really nice yep
0: yeah, we had a couple of people recognise us because we had our hoodies on
1: yeah so okay. that was really good. Um, hello to Carl from uh, Scuba Libre. We didn't get t- chance to speak to him. He no, come, but uh, tap me on the back. But we were t- uh, talking at the time, weren't we? So
0: yes. That so that. that was somebody from our local area that we saw.
1: Yeah. So um, what? Say hello. Say some hello. Quick hello. So uh, who do we speak to? We spoke to. Um,
0: well, well, start from the top. So. Fourth Element, so we saw yep. all the guys at Fourth Element: Jim Standing, Dom, um, Paul Strike, Dean Martin, Ranva and Helen Francis, which was really good. And Dom. Yep, yeah. Dom. Yep. So um, had a good chat with them, saw their new products. Yeah. Uh, so look be, out for that because yep. we've got some. There'll be YouTube some YouTube
1: stuff out on that. One's already out to do with the scout mask. Yeah.
0: Um, we saw Kubi Gloves, yeah. dry gloves company. So that was an interesting. Yep, we're going to get (laughs) that dry dry, dry (laughs) glass. So that's just a taster of our couple of days at the Go Diving Show. Uh, We really enjoyed it, and thanks to Mark Evans and Ross for uh, organising the whole event. It was really good. Obviously, the recordings give you an idea of how the show was. Uh, Apologies for the background noise, but we were obviously roving reporters. Uh, So hopefully the vibe of the show came across uh, in those interviews. So that's it from us. And we look forward to uh, meeting you again on next Monday's podcast.